how are we doing? Oh, there we go. Um, good evening and welcome back to the Yard Sign. Johnny Torres, your host as always. Hope you're all ready to uh, recap what's been a short week because we were quite literally here just a few days ago. We want to get back on our usual schedule. So we're going to try to continue bringing the show on Mondays as we have been for Oh, what is it like three, four years now? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and so thank you so much for tuning in, watching, listening, whenever, wherever you may be doing. So don't forget for the video portion of our show, you can catch us on Facebook and YouTube. And for the audio version of our show, you can catch us on every major platform out there. Just check in with your Google overlords or your tech overlords. Uh, and it's on every major audio podcast platform as well. Uh, uh, or you could simply say, Alexa, hey, play the Yard Sign podcast. And uh, that uh, should fire us off uh, from your Alexa device. So thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to recap uh, again what's been a short week, but a very full week of news. Uh, of course, the legislative session ending last week. Uh, we also had a major uh, event over across the pond, as we uh, teased in our last episode with our uh, royal expert uh, here in-house. Uh, we're also going to talk a little bit about what's happening federally with the economy and uh, of course, the upcoming or the cu- current budget negotiations uh, that are taking place. And I use the term negotiation very lightly. Uh, I'm and, using air quotes. For this <laughs> <one>. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, with, uh, without uh, any further delay, let's uh, bring in Mr. Nebel David Cabrera. Hello, sir. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so uh, uh, we missed you at Easter. Now that I'm thinking about it. I know. We did the Rihanna bunny challenge. What's the Rihanna bunny challenge? Uh, you take a, uh, a shot. Uh, so, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared to even ask. So, you know how they have uh, chocolate bunnies at Easter? Yes. Well, there's a whole skit about how. Um, Is that big? Are you saying chocolate because she's Rihanna? No. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the, one of the uh, nighttime or nighttime hosts for television has a thing where they do day drinking with celebrities. Okay. And one of them is like, so they're at a bar and they do, um, <laughs> B better have my money. Okay. So bunny better have my money. Gotcha. So they, what they do is they get one of the big eggs, like chocolate bunnies, mm-hmm. and they break the head off and they take a shot of out of the bunny head and they, t- yeah. Wow. I know. That's there's, fun. There's a video somewhere. Is that like a new thing? I, we did it for Easter. <laughs> get back at, for people to understand, it's not about the bunny. Now that I think about, about it, Easter, Easter, I think, may have been the last holiday that did not have a drinking element to it up until oh. just now. Mm. So look at that. Congrats to you. I'll literally send you the video. <laughs> it's, it's, it has me taking the head off. It was oh very British God. now that I think about it. Off with their head and everything. Oh, geez. We decapitated the chocolate bunnies and then took a shot out of it. I love it. I just went. Yeah, well, anything with chocolate, I'm down for. So that's a larger conversation that we will speak of later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's. Uh, First, I roll from the producer. I know we Welcome got our producer back. back. I know I'm so excited. I'm very excited. I mean, how we're, you, we're you, not using we're not using our producer to their fullest extent today because you know there's again we've been away for a while. Yeah, there, you know, we've changed things up in the studio. She, so, could, do, she could do no you wrong. Know, right, it's kind of like a bike. You got to ease back into it, but you know, it's still like riding I a bike. I think she's doing a fabulous. Job. So far, yeah, saying. of course. No, I mean, you know, other than you guys making a start late on, uh, as always. You guys? I'm sorry. <laughs> I literally saw you pull into the driveway. No, what are you talking about? You were talking about the, the, the coronation for like a half hour, and I'm here just twiddling my thumbs waiting for y'all to stop talking. <sighs> yeah, because you almost fell on cards like four <laughs> times walking by with your Uggs. Oh, I man. I expect more from you than Uggs. Not Uggs. What are they? Crocs. Crocs. 
Come on now, all I the kids are wearing are. them. All the cool kids are wearing I them. I don't wear Crocs, I'm sorry. So, but all the cool kids are wearing them, especially mine, which nobody is going to be able to see, but they are uh, Walt Disney World <laughs> Crocs. very fantastic. They are, they are Walt Disney World Crocs. Um, please do not politically infer what you will on that. Uh, <laughs> got a disclaimer that these days. Oh, my goodness. Still, still Team DeSantis on that whole situation, but other than the prices of the tickets going up. Yes, but at least we now have the option to buy annual passes. Like, that was, like, the give or take. Yeah, but they're not, like, well, yeah. I mean, it's just, I wish it was just, like, one annual pass. Yeah, yeah. Now you got the tiers, which is fine, you know, because it makes it more accessible for some people. But. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I understand why people don't like to support Disney. They don't like to buy the tickets, whatever. Uh, I'm married to a woman that enjoys going to Disney World, so uh, I will be attending. So, And I will not say anything negative about that because we don't want our annual passes to be canceled. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, careful. They're listening. <laughs> the mouse is listening. Someone's listening. Yeah. Mm. So let's uh, get into the 2023 legislative session. I think this one, more so than previous ones, is really kind of close to our hearts because we have a lot of friends, uh, I'd say more so than in years past in the legislature. I don't know if I'm happy with the fact that we're getting more, we know even more, every two years, yeah. it's becoming more and more people we know right. in there. And I'm like- I'm not sure what that says I about I don't us. know what that says about <laughs> us. Cause I'm like, I know them. When I walk in the building, Ooh. it's even more awkward. Cause right. I get pulled, and you know this already. Yeah. We get pulled by multiple people when we're in that building. So it's a lot of fun, but then it's like, oh, how do you know all these people? I'm like, I've been a part of organizations throughout yeah. the last 10 to 15 years of my I mean, life. Did you not get your application to the Illuminati? I mean, I, I mean, I signed mine, <laughs> signed, sealed, delivered. I'm yours. <laughs> I mean, I notarized mine in blood. Doesn't everybody? I mean, it wasn't my blood. I, was <laughs> I don't know where that needle's from. That's true. I, I, again, the ceremony was lovely. We still have our gowns. <laughs> <laughs> the, the robes were made from Dolce Gabbana. Yeah, but it is cool to see people that you've seen, you know, uh, you know, like, you know, come up, some of them literally come up through law school, start their careers, and then, you know, run for the legislature and now, you know, making things happen. Making decisions, hiding bodies. I mean, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, then, and, then, and we know the LAs. Right. So it's like the LAs are calling us, letting us, like, uh, during this last weekend, because I think session's about to be over, or is it officially It's over. over. It's over? Okay. So then that's why everyone was so chatty, because now yeah. that everything's over, they wanted to just get it out of their system. And I'm just on the phone with three of them, and I'm like, I muted myself 20 minutes ago. This is <laughs> They're just talking around themselves, and I'm like, I, you guys are phenomenal. I thank you for what you do and the pay cut, but it is what it is. Yeah. So I liked it. I enjoyed the session. I think we did a lot of good. I think a lot needs to get more needs to happen next year and then some people that we know that didn't get anything through the cycle this cycle this round should get something next time so there is uh, a website that i found uh, for those of you watching uh, who may want to kind of take a look at this and uh and, and it, it literally gives you an idea of what passed this legislative session because we're obviously not going to get into it uh into everything i mean uh, but it's called legiscan l-e-g-i-s-c-a-n legiscan and it'll literally just list out for you you everything that uh was presented in the legislative session for this year and what passed um and uh, what has been presented to the 
governor and what will not be presented to the <laughs> governor. Uh, but you know, there's some you know there's some good stuff in here. You know, they, we're talking about the um, prohibiting states, universities, and state colleges from accepting grants from or participating in partnerships or agreements with a college or university based in a foreign country of concern with foreign principle unless specified conditions. Blah blah blah. But that's basically China. So yeah, I know. the way I like the the website is it's one it looks very very simple, but I like that. It has the the status, the bill number, the the statue, and then the summary title. And I think that's very important. And then last action. So you can see which ones are passing, which ones right. are not passing, enroll at 75%. So a lot of stuff is just, it's a lot of moving parts. And then the ones that failed. And like a lot of that, you get, because again, everyone gets to make as many, what, as many motions as they want or as many bills as they no, want? No, they get, so the rule is I think they get two. Okay. They can present two bills. I think they can co-sponsor. Yes, I think more. Yeah, more. And then they only can get an additional bill slot if they repeal a piece of legislation. Correct. So they have to present a piece of legislation re re repealing a previous law if those are still the rules they're playing by. Uh, because, you know, they can, each speaker has the ability Correct. to change the rules, you know. But I thought that was a good one. Yeah. Talking about speakers, and, we're going to have a new one June 2nd. Well, you know, which, Alleged, allegedly, which in comparison to previous legislative sessions, I mean, this one has been on the quieter side. Yes, it has. You know, we haven't seen a lot of the drama, you know, that we saw under like Corcoran, for example. Yeah. Olivia kind of was a little bit less kind of controversial, but he also kind of had a very kind of strong leadership type of role where, you know, he really dictated uh, what, what the legislature and people don't realize again, you know, sometimes we'd like to think that, uh, you know that that this whole process is all you know full of roses and sunshine oh but, no and the the speaker really basically dictates the legislative agenda for that year mm -hmm. and uh, as well as the senate president on the senate side you know and in some ways they have more power than the governor i i kind of like it that way i like the idea of having power shifted throughout the leadership and throughout the party and throughout the government it's a lot of power though it is a lot of power but the the governor still has a veto uh, authority he can still yeah. veto something that he doesn't want to i think there right, is but then, an override but then you may have a good bill that maybe won't even see the light of day because the speaker it's not on his agenda or, or he's not in favor of it you know so it's it'll die in committee or it'll you know it'll die on a vote you know before it ever sees the light of day i think at the end of the day you have to know which bills will pass which agendas do you need to you need to be able to switch egos you need to stroke a little bit and then figure out a way to be able to move your agenda through the process i mean that's the whole point of, of governance is figuring out how to move through the minutiae when it comes to tallahassee the yeah. same thing goes when it comes to dc the amount people don't like to know how the sausage is made they just want to just want to eat a hamburger or they want to eat a hot dog like right. at the end of the day if you were to see how it's made you probably wouldn't want to eat any of that stuff to begin with but, <laughs> but because we're not rabbits and we're not going to be vegetarians um so I, I think it's going to be an interesting it's been an interesting session so far i think um and now that it's completed we'll be able to we'll be able to get some legislators to come on and really talk about their agendas and figure out what they what they accomplished well my my goal is to get again one of the one of our friends that we were talking about to come on and give their perspective, uh, perspective, sorry, as a first year legislator, because that experience has got to be really pretty incredible. Mm -hmm. um, and 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 now, you know, 
again, in a very short amount of time, they have to learn the, the rules. They have to learn the ins and outs and how you make things happen. Some of them fared better than others, Correct. you know, but actually, you know, Bernie Jacques, Danny Alvarez, to name two of them, uh, did really well. Like they got some, th they got a lot of stuff done for rookie legislators. They, yes, they are rookie legislators, but they are also well versed in what's happening in Tallahassee. Right. Yeah. And again, it's not that they just came out of nowhere and went and won their races uh, from for both of them. This is now the second or third time they've ran. They've gone to Tallahassee multiple times. They've pushed in the past. They know what they're talking about. These are not unseasoned individuals. And now that we, they've been able to find their footing and get the win and become a state legislator, they are doing great in their positions. And again, and these are two individuals that li people like them, people want them a part of their teams and they make very good decisions. So I, I love the people that we have representing the Tampa Bay area and our legislative um, body. And I think it's, there are a few more that we could probably get on in the next cycle that I'm pretty excited for. So this class was a lot of fun. So out of what passed, and, and obviously, again, mm -hmm. tons of stuff went through, but we, let's talk about the ones that, again, everybody kind of heard about or kind of was keeping tabs on to some extent. Because the big thing that some people are questioning is how, how much, of, if any of this, is it going to have an effect on DeSantis's non-existent presidential campaign <laughs> um the fight with him and and i think the open carries a win the open carries a win that's but, a big win but that's also a given i think with the the back and forth with disney is going to be an issue and then also the the back the the cementing of the what parents first i think it was well the parental it. rights bill parental rights. A, a, was very popular in a bipartisan way among voters. Yes. Not, obviously not among legislators because they have their base that they have to appeal to and their the rainbow flag they have to p pledge allegiance to. And, and so they're not going to uh, really let their true feelings be known about mm -hmm. it. But when it got polled, that bill did really well. I think it, it's somewhere in the neighborhood of like 60 to 70% of voters actually agreed with the K through three version of the bill. Now, yeah. I heard there, there, there might've been an expansion to that, you know, to where it didn't include all the way through 12th grade, you know, certain elements of it. Um, but I think given the environment, and given how far the left has gone when it comes to especially a lot of the issues with the drag community, trans community, uh, that, I mean, it's not going to really move the needle, but I think it might, he might get a little bump out of that. I don't, I, depending At on At least how, with the base. But the base isn't going to win you the election. No, but it'll, 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 it'll get you through the, it'll it'll get it might get the you through the primary. It might get you through the primary. In Florida, I don't know yeah. if it's going to get you through the rest of it for the rest of the state, country. I will say this. I think keeping it at elementary and below might be the best idea because it's a compromise. Yeah. Middle school and high school will have their own thing and we'll negotiate that way. But we got to get off the, we got to get off the soapbox when it comes to the social issues in regards to this. Yes. Do I believe that there should, that a drag queen should be performing in front of a child that's under age, a certain age and odds are they're probably at a bar. So right there, there should be null and void. Well, and the LGBT community honestly has been losing this issue more so than they're willing to accept. And the media as much, as they have tried are losing this issue for them as Correct. well uh, because you're right i mean what what business does a drag queen have performing in front of children um and and b you know why are they coming into schools or why are parents taking them into a bar the only my issue that so 
when it comes to free right, free speech and everything else, I think that we need to be very careful when it comes to putting parameters on that. When you have someone that wants to go into a library and, and read with children, if they're wearing a complete ridiculous outfit or they're honestly wearing a satanic outfit, you are technically allowed to do that under the Constitution. So that, I think, is somewhere that we need to be stop talking about. But it that's was, the problem in, in general is that you're opening the floodgates you know, for 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 all walks of life to come in and do this, yes. and it's not. And it's we not should, like this and it is should be allowed. Where I think it should should be limited to is maybe a parent or an elected official or somebody like you well, know. But that's the but, con- but that was a larger conversation. That if you're going to a a library to to read for children or anything like that, odds are the parents are bringing their children to that yeah. for them to see that. Now, if that's what the parents want to do, that's perfectly fine. And if a bride queen wants to go to a library and read, that's perfectly fine. Also, that's not the issue. Yeah, but because but, but however, if you are a parent bringing your child to a drag show at a bar at 11 o'clock, because those things do not happen at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Those things happen much later on in the evening to be able to catch the crowd. That that doesn't make any sense. But even some of these public events where they're performing, again, they are they're typically some of their outfits not all but some of their outfits are salacious you yeah. know and uh, and they're dancing in a very explicit or sexually suggestive way uh and and again just because their parents take them there doesn't make it okay but it also you i mean also cannot infringe on the rights of individuals when it well comes no to but there's themselves. but there's limits to that i mean you know again as long like, as they're not exposing if, themselves to an to a child and it's but that's what right. i'm saying like they're they're the, the, a lot of their dances their choreography are are very sexual and the easiest way for you to get around that is saying that a bar should not already should not have a child under a certain age so that is already causing an issue there why is a child what is a child well first of all what is a child doing at 11 o'clock at night in the middle of Ybor city like, we'll just say in the middle, but even some sense. of these events are happening during the day yeah but it's also a and public my, my point is is that is that inappropriate material like that inappropriate uh and let's just call it material you know yeah. uh, or performances like that should be inappropriate no matter when or where they're taking place in when there, children are present there is a difference between inappropriate material and pornographic material those those are two completely different things which the supreme court has said that there, there is a difference so having someone on a float making some form of gesture or movement may be inappropriate that for me or for you and probably not for our kids However, that's not to say that they're, it's unconstitutional. And we should no, stop I'm not that saying no, no. By all means, if they, they they continue to have all the drag shows they want in the country, yeah. I have no problem with that. What I do have the problem is is that when they're performing that in front of children, My own, but the regardless issue is, of the venue, but it's not the fact that children are being brought there and then they're doing the strip show. It's the fact that individuals are bringing their children there. And I know that speaks more to the yeah, parents. but again, that's tantamount to child abuse. It's, but then, so then, who are you going to? How are you going to get them to stop? You're going to get the, the drag queens to stop or you're going to get the parents well they're starting with the drag queens because that's, that's obviously the lower hanging fruit yeah but that's the, but, you're, you're, but you're going you're going about it in the wrong way because now you're starting to piss off certain organizations and certain groups that are like look why are you attacking us we have no control of who's at the door we well no, no they do because they're the, allowing the these drag, children the drag queen individual is the one that has control of the door no it's no, the but owners the, of but the, the, of the, the venue yes. i know but that's what i'm saying is is that they have control over who they let in and, and who they if, don't and if they are selling alcohol at that venue and there are children at that venue where they're selling alcohol i think this should be pulled which is what's happening but again 
I think, but this is this is my issue. We are now we are getting so focused on the minutia of what's happening when we really should be talking about the economy. We should be talking about yeah. what's happening with Biden, the stupidity that's happening in the globe. But yet we're talking about a social issue that we shouldn't be talking about. So well, and, and in part, you could almost say that they're they're. I'm not saying it's intentional, but I mean it is. It you you would wouldn't have to try too hard to make the case that it is intentionally distracting from what's actually going on it in is, the country. It is distracting. I think this is something that we should not we should not be caring about. The fight with Disney is a whole different conversation. I think that is something that needs to be done. They went after the government. We should go that the government should go after them. It is what it is. No no corporation is too big to be pushing their ideology because the, that's where that's the role of the government at the end of the day. I think what needs to happen is that we need to start toning down and I, I would tell this to the governor. Let's you need to figure out a way to back off or figure out a way to exit the ramp. Find the exit ramp when it comes to the drag queens. I, yeah. think, we're, I think we're just done with that. And again, those are it's a population that you'd be surprised how many, how many Republicans and conservatives are in drag shows, attend drag shows, are actually dressed up in drag. Well, but it's again, that's a, that's, a, that's a form of entertainment that's been around you know, Correct. for centuries. Correct. And that's one. I I that's, mean, that's, that's something that, but that's again, we have now spent months on this conversation and we need to stop spending so much Where time they crossed the line was when they brought children into the picture. When the what, who crossed the line was the parents doing that, not well, the no, and, and and some of these school organizations that brought yeah. them into libraries, you know, because again, like you said, I mean, then what's to stop uh, a satanic leader from coming in to read so children? That actually happens uh, more than you think, actually, because it is a open if it's an open forum, and if the children are not forced to attend, and it's the parents bringing, it, then that's perfectly fine. Again, you, there is a line between free speech, and I feel that. And, free, and freedom of expression and everything else. And I don't think focusing on the drag queens is what the conversation needs to be. It's to be the parents well, and, the, and the venue and owners the venue. themselves. And right, the venues are now starting to with, hold that back. So if, if it's a parade yeah. and there's a drag queen on the parade, that's one thing. But if you're right. at a bar and that's happening there, the venue should be um, be taken care of, should be punished for allowing children to be, effort, again, around so much alcohol. Well, even on the drag queen, like, drag queen like reading hour or whatever, you know, if it's happening at a Barnes & Noble, hey, good for you, Barnes & Noble, you know, you do your thing. You know, but if it's happening in a public school, like now, now it's an issue. Now I've got a problem with that. If my third grade class, child's class is being taken from their day to day activity to a library to watch that, I think then I will have a problem. Yeah. Because if I, the same way I'm allowed to opt out of other things, I should be able to opt out for my that's and that's where right. the conversation is yeah. that, OK, I don't see that there's honestly, I don't see that there's there's an issue with someone that's a drag queen reading books to a child. I don't really have an issue with that whatsoever. I have an issue when you don't tell the parents that and now the Correct. parents have, don't have any control or have any say on that when that's the that your job as an educator is to educate our children and to expose them to different things. But I, as a parent also have the right to say yes or no when it comes to those things. Yeah. So any other bills that you think, I don't, I mean, it, you know, obviously people have said uh, that he was waiting for his legislative session for this legislative session to end before announcing his campaign. Obviously now the clock starts ticking so as to whether or not he's still carry. I think is a big one that they're, they definitely wanted to have and definitely wanted to express themselves. Yeah. And he's able to now tour with that with, Oh, my legislative body passed this so that we could be able to do X, Y, and Z when it comes to guns and everything else. I think that's a big point. Um, every time there's a shooting, it brings it back up, but it brings it back up. Yeah. So we had, I found this on the web for every time there's a shoe. Look who, I, which, first of all, Where did that come from? I have an ex, I have. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. Who's listening to who now? I know. 
I think the studio has been bugged. I'm not lying. <laughs> this oh, is not, I, I, I think it's our uh, computer. Oh, look at over that. Here. Mm. So hold on, let me <laughs> let me see if I can fix it this way. <laughs> uh, so that's one thing right there. I think um, being able to tote the the fact that the that the government and the state of Florida is pretty financially <laughs> like on its on on good terms. Yeah, is going to be something to talk about. Um, kitchen table issues i think a lot of that was in this session i'll tell you the 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 hidden uh agenda up desantis's sleeve that i think can win him a lot of independence uh maybe even some liberals has been his work on the um environment mm. you know he's been incredibly pro-environment he has actually i think provided the largest amount of funds um for environmental projects including the restoration of the everglades uh, and it's one of these things that I think, you know, it's, it's one of the, he doesn't go out there and like bump his chest about it, I think. But when it comes to like, well, what have you accomplished? It's going to be one of these things where people aren't expecting him to be as pro environment as, as he has been in terms of what he, where he's allocated state funds and his legislative priorities. I don't know. Why am I thinking about Swift Mud? Is that a thing? Yeah, that's uh, yeah, 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 that's one of the other. And so, like, it's an organization, and so a lot of the state organization. So, a lot of people really know, really do know about the fact that he has become a very big environmental protection individual, right? And that, but then I love the fact that he doesn't like crow about it all the time. He doesn't talk about it all the time because this is something you should naturally be doing. The Florida is a huge state with a lot of uh, uh, natural. Um, beautiful nature and everything else, and we should be preserving it, especially with the ridiculous amount of Northerners and Western Coast, West Coast individuals driving and flying. Well, into I've the said our, into the city. our environment is uh, is our. I mean, that is our tourist attraction. Correct. That is our. That's our bread and butter. That's why people come here. They mm-hmm. come here because of the sun, the beaches. You know, the, AOC you know, came the, like the, multiple the camping, times. The, <laughs> for all the schnapple that you oh talk about right the state after of COVID too, remember? And you decide to take a vacation yeah. in 2021 or yep. 2022, and you chose Florida of with all her, places with her white bread ginger boyfriend. Who would have thought? Who uh, would have so thought? Predictable. The, I, I so predictable. I want to say this right now. All of these minority like leftists are doing nothing but marrying white people. Yeah, like, that's. Ins- I'm so surprised. <laughs> Kamala Harris. Isn't she? Isn't isn't her Kamala husband white? Kamala Harris is, has a, a white a white husband. White, <laughs> white husband. Um, Don, Don Lemon <laughs> has a white fiance. <laughs> Uh, Oprah Winfrey basically. How do you demonize? <laughs> how do you demonize an entire like section of the population, and then and then you marry one, uh, and then go to home, go home to that oh, very population? Evidently, they're not getting married now. Oh, Tom yeah. Lemon and the fiance. Of course, he's he's, he's broke. He's broke and unemployed. <laughs> he's unemployed. He ain't broke. <laughs> he's, no. He ain't broke. I'm but sure he, he got a nice payout. He is unemployed. I'm sure, there was a nice parachute in but that. Evidently, contract. the date has been pushed back. <laughs> Well, I mean, the guy, just, I mean, he was always horrible. He was always a horrible talent. Ugh, I um, uh, and Because remember, women are only he good was, until they're, me, what, 35, 36? And to then, me, and then he women was are the no epitome. Thing. Don Lemon. Google it. <laughs> Don Lemon. That's what he said. That's what he said. He said, Google it. <laughs> Google it. Our, our producer's phenomenal. Um, Don Lemon is the epitome of an affirmative action hire. Oh, my God. 
so because much. he checked off all the boxes yeah. and despite gay. right despite not really having quite the talent yeah. but they like just gave him the job anyways and like just you know so they could point to him and be like oh look we have diversity on our broadcast staff. i thought that itself was racist like <laughs> of course <laughs> And then he goes, and every New Year's Eve, he gets sloshed on national TV, which I believe I is illegal. I think it's clear. I believe, really? well, maybe not because it's a cable channel, but I think according to the FCC, it is illegal to be intoxicated and be on the airwaves. First of all, I've seen where, was it the other channels that had... Um Anderson Cooper taking mm -hmm. shots with his best friend. That's fine, but I mean, Lemon was literally sloshed. I mean, he was drunk. Anderson drunk. Cooper, I think, at least once or twice was drunk also. Uh, maybe towards the end. The man know. is like 180 pounds. Like, maybe after midnight, but... Yeah. It but Lemon, it was, like, it was like 11, and he was already... You could, <laughs> you could tell he was just a mess. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know how we got into this topic. I don't either. But let's uh, <laughs> go ahead and move on to the next one on that note. Oh, I remember now. The topics that, to help the governor yeah. um, get his re-election. Um, or get so, elected. So Biden's sinking boat. Wait, do you... Well, do oh, you go ahead. Restart the show? No, God. For the new? Okay. What do you mean? Anyways, um, do you still think the governor is going to uh, run for president? Yeah. How, what's the percentage, do you think? Uh, I'd say it's it's a 65, maybe a 70% chance. I'm in my 40s. Really? I'm in my 40s. I don't, Are you hearing things? I am hearing things, but I'm also looking at the, the landscape. Yeah. One... There's still no reason for him to announce that he's running right now. No. He can wait until the end of the year if you wanted to. Sure. Which I think he keep, probably should. Keep fundraising. Keep fundraising. Yeah. You use a huge, like, uh, uh, pack situation. Yeah. And then when it comes to the point where you can see that it's never going to change and it's not going to, nothing is happening, then make the decision to announce or don't, don't announce. Because, again, yes, four years from now or six years from now when he's no longer in office uh, as a governor and he has to wait those two years like same thing that happened with Nikki Haley you write yeah. a book you do the tour blah 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 but to just lose is even worse well not only that the losing longer the, losing the primary that's the, that's the thing I don't yeah. I think he'll do great in the general the longer you wait the less resources you have to spend yes um, and also I see I have a feeling that people are gonna get burned out on Trump He's going to be, it's going to be the same old record. It's going to be insults. It's going to be negativity. And I don't think it's going to play the same way. I don't think people are going to respond to the old way of Donald Trump running for office. It didn't work for him in 20. It didn't work for him in and, and And I don't think it's going to work for him again. I think if, if Donald Trump doesn't change his tune and actually run on his record and, and, and really kind of run maybe a slightly more traditional campaign as, as much as a Donald Trump can, I think that's going to be the only way he wins. But I think if, if he thinks that he's going to win just by attacking DeSantis and whoever else and, and, and Nikki Haley and Tim Scott, and I don't think it's going to play the same way it's, it's played before for him. It's different when you start running as a in the primary when trump will start attacking you if a tr if trump would just keep on attacking biden and not even think about the other people in the primary he wins that race yeah but because he does not have no one has control of that filter i think he's gonna he's gonna attack everyone and i don't know what the country is right now when it comes to that because people are annoyed and they're pissed and they are just they're done and like then the and i think that's why he knows that the same energy that caused the issues in 16 might be boiling up again but that's part, part of the reason why i think he wants to avoid the debates Biden because, or, no, trump 
I don't think Trump wants to. I don't think. Trump oh yeah, he's already saying there's 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 certain debates he's like not, or at least early on he's not. He doesn't want to be in the debates. Well, if he's not in the debates, then it makes it makes. I'm not saying ridiculous. all the debates. Yeah, but I think the early ones. This we are so early in this process. Yeah. So like they should if if the governor wants to run, he should continue to do the exploratory and he should continue to run the govern the government in Florida and continue until I would say Q three or Q four of this year, and then re-examine the, the field and see what he wants to do. Again, I'm I'm to the point too. I see a lot more people. The, I don't. I don't think, think he's he going to launch it in the summer because nobody's going to pay attention. Correct. But I also don't think there's enough people out there that are going to be excited for the governor. Because again, this is Florida. We. See, I do. I think. I think it's new blood. We see it's the governor. A, we see the governor in rose-colored glasses. I love the governor. I love the family. I wish them well. I want him to be president in 2024. I just yeah. don't think he gets out of the primaries. But he's also been a draw. Which is which is not rare. As much. Not as much. Well, not as much. But uh, but again, I mean, you're, you're talking about David and Goliath. I mean, Trump is is still a very much a huge media personality. Yes. You know, he still gets huge crowds to turn out for him. Yeah, but those huge crowds did not get him over <clears throat> the over the line. That's my year. point. You're absolutely right. So just because yes, you can fill a, a twenty or 30, 40,000 40, person or seat arena does not guarantee votes because again and that was something that republicans have to deal with even in local elections that the the mail-in ballots are still a big issue for a lot of people that they just they don't know how to over overcome that mail-in ballot that additional 10 to 15 percent of the democrats have in that lock-in because we've always pushed republicans to do day of voting right. make sure your vote is is secure and everything else that backfired a hundred percent when it came to the midterms and when it came to the the last presidential cycle and so to kind of pivot over to biden which again it just seems like it's the titanic at this point um we have a you know the we we have a campaign that continues not a campaign an administration that continues to just put up horrible approval numbers now you've got the hunter biden stuff being validated uh, and you're already hearing about Biden making moves behind the scenes mm -hmm. to get by a uh, hunter off the hook. Um, if he even touches that with a 10 foot pole, it's going to get him crucified. I know, but my thing is, is that they are trying to make this go away as soon as possible to get it as far away from the election as possible. And it's I don't right. think it's going to work. No. I think this is going to blow up and, and could essentially blow up the whole campaign. Well, the Washington Post yesterday, I think it was yesterday or a few days ago, said, oh, they're not going to let me see the article, has the president trailing um, Trump. Just look it up in the 538. Mm -hmm. I'm looking it up right now. But it's, it's becoming a bigger thing that, look, Biden's uh, approval slips to new lows in the wake of the 2024 campaign launch. I mean, I didn't even know he launched his campaign. Like, that's how yeah. little I even paid attention right. to it, the cycle. And I, I see that he's raising money now because I can mm -hmm. see it on YouTube and on some of the other ones that they're buying ad space and they're asking for money. But even him asking for money sounds horrible. Like, no one, like, test his voice to figure out. It's so annoying. I kept them. I, I put it into mute. I click as quickly as possible. And that's what other people are doing. But, like, he sounds so frail. Yeah. And it's uh, pissing me off. I think that's what's causing even a little bit of the approval rating to go down because people are like, oh, my God, you're running again. And if the perception continues to be how weak he is mm -hmm. again, I mean, we are we are not a country who likes a weak leader. Um, and that's honestly part of the reason why Trump was so alluring to a lot of people was mm -hmm. because he was kind of like that strong man. Now, liberals hate it. Right. Um, but that, but people want, and they, people want the United States to be a confident, assertive, 
uh, 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 force in the political and then the global political space. ABC Washington Post uh, from April 28th through May 3rd. Approval rating 37%, disapproval See? 56%. There's no way you win re-election that way. Disapproval by 19 points. Disapproval, and then the second one was disapproval by 20%. And look, and what's unfortunate, and we're seeing we're seeing the numbers start to turn where Trump and DeSantis can both beat Biden. Mm-hmm. I think Trump's numbers went up by, by seven points in one of the recent polls against Biden where he beats him by like seven points. Yeah. Um, but it's like, this should be an election where it's a landslide. Mm-hmm. Like whoever we put up should be a landslide. And the problem is, is that as much as people get excited about Trump, you've got the other side that hates him just as just as bad. And so, like, you hear these conversations with with Democrats like, well, he did the child tax credit. Yeah. But then he also let it go away. And then he's and then, like, well, Republicans are are to blame for them. Yeah. But you had the government full the full government for two years. You should have done something to lock it in. Yeah. Um, College college um, payback and everything else when it comes to that. You had it for two years and you did nothing. Now I think this month people are going to start having to pay back their student loans because now that the now that the the virus is no longer a thing and the pandemic is no longer, which is a whole another conversation. Right now that everyone is saying it's perfectly fine to say that this was a a lab leak because before yeah. and we I remember when this was happening and we were secretly still recording and still showing and still on the show and yeah. we're like this is ridiculous. like we can get in trouble for this. Because it was that scary for a second. Well, and they were censoring anybody that mentioned yeah. COVID or mentioned the lab leak. And we mentioned... were really careful about how we talked about it. Yeah. I remember that completely. Because you didn't know. You had to say, like, we just don't know. There were people who lost, who got deplatformed and lost a lot of money because yeah. uh, because they subscribed to the lab leak theory, which, again, is now. It's so, and what's funny is, and not, not funny in the literal sense, but what the irony is, is that if you look back, and, and this is all, when people connect the dots, it's going to show Fauci's true legacy. Mm-hmm. The Ebola virus, they blamed on a baby in Africa that came into contact with like some like monkey or mm-hmm. something. And it's like they make up these ridiculous or, or, uh, origin stories for these, for these viruses when we had a, a laboratory in that part of the uh, of of I think of Africa of of, of uh, where they were studying the Ebola virus, mm-hmm. and that's how it got out into the community. That's how it got out in, in into into the world. I love how race how <clears throat> racism has become a thing of how you name the viruses. Right, uh, almost a majority of was it. The majority of the, of the viruses that we have are named because of the area they're coming out of, yeah. and that's how we name them. And so calling it a Wuhan virus was like very sacrosanct, and yeah. you're attacking the Asian community and everything else. And you're like, but what they were doing there was all oh, they were trying, trying to attack to, yeah. Trump. Well, and, it was to it was to attack the or the true origin yeah. story they, of, the, of the virus. That's too. why I'm almost to the point to where if there is a possibility that Trump is going to take this, I'm eff it. Let it happen again. I am yeah. perfectly fine with uh, another Trump administration because that's the only way these idiots are ever going to yeah. learn. They have to stop talking down to the American people, and they have to stop. And then news news agencies have to stop trying to censor Americans well, because you, they don't they don't trust the American people with news. Well, have you noticed that the media has also now stopped covering for Corinne Jean Pierre? Yes. I mean, they, because her lies have just it's gotten so, abs- like, you just can't. 
You can't. Like she says that oh my she gosh. literally made the claim the other day that that illegal border crossings have dropped by ninety percent. And then when she gets called then, on it, because it's really just one little program she's talking right. about, not the whole thing in general. And I'm like, I didn't I just see a like a whole chart saying that at the lowest was like during the last quarter of the Trump administration. Oh, there's, there's a huge and now the new, influx. The last coming. quarter of the of this one is like 20 times bigger and you're like, but yes, it's 90% down. Well, and with uh, I think it's Title 42 mm-hmm. coming to an end, there is a huge wave of people coming to Which the border. The whole, hence why they're sending 15,000 oh, 15, or 1,500. It has to be 15,000. Fif- mm, I don't know. Fifteen. It's 15 something when it comes to um, <laughs> military uh, to assist with the border. Yeah. So, but again, how do you deny that there's a problem at the border when you're sending military assistance to it? It's just 15 people. Like they're not 15 people. 15 people. That's, it's just a bus. That's what Trump would do. It's just a minivan. We're sending you 22 people. That's right. We couldn't afford the, the Greyhound bus. We didn't anyway. We didn't want anybody to catch on. No, but we are sending hot dogs and burgers as well. That's right. Just in case. Sponsored by Costco. <laughs> All right. Uh, Goya. So. Goya. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Um, so again, Biden, the, the economy continues to suffer. You know better than I do. You know, they just raised the interest rate a quarter point again. Um, it which doesn't, I'm, which I'm okay with. I mean, but do you really, would you really see that they're, that it's doing anything? It's accomplishing anything. <sighs> give, me, give me a camera. Thank you. And so <laughs> I'm going to get hit on this a lot. I am. Oh God. So when the conversation last week was, are they going to raise or not? I'm like, yes, they are going to raise and they should raise. That was my opinion because I understand that the correlation between inflation and unemployment and, and the rates and everything else, that whole system is broken. Yeah. That is, it's not working. So the only tool that the Federal Reserve has is to increase the interest rates on here. And 25 point, basis points was, was not a big one like they've done in the past, but basically the minimum they can do to not say that they are going to be adherent to what's happening. The problem is every time you do that, another bank or two goes down because they were, are not, the banks did not make the correct decisions when it came to their long-term liquidity when they were buying uh, treasury notes. And so mm-hmm. now when they need the money, they have to sell the bond that they purchased and they're, they're going to sell it at a loss, which then is reflected on the on their balance sheets the, the next quarter, which then makes even more people take money out of that bank because they see that they don't have the proper liquidity. It is literally, you are creating the, the <laughs> you're creating the problem that is creating the bigger problem. The problem is they have to do that or inflation is not going to go down. But and to cool the government, cool the uh, economy a little bit. But that's also not working because a payroll was two hundred and fifty two hundred and fifty three thousand. Well, there's still there's still a huge amount of people who apparently aren't working. Yes, um, but, but in turn, by raising the interest rate, it also costs jobs. It didn't cost many jobs. We ha- no. we've had gro- growing job reports for like the last fifteen months or something like that. But it, but that's the dirty truth that they've never. I mean, that they've never really wanted to admit. But basically, to fix the economy, they have to break it. To fix the economy, you have to slow it down, and they've slowed it Which down to break it. Eh, not break it. Eight was break was a bro- like breaking it, but that was not because the Fed. That was because of the the loose terms that mortgage companies were giving right. out to individuals. It's a whole different could, problem. Yeah, it's a whole yeah. different problem. Which is again the reason why I tell people: yes, there's going to be a little bit of a correction in the housing market, but we don't have 22 million arm loans that are coming. But the problem to, isn't stemming well, from million. the housing industry. It's 
it's the it's the it's the it's the closest industry that gets touched the most because sure, of because rate. of the banking industry. So that right. becomes an issue. It's the more it's the housing industry, then it's and auto banking loans. and things, and that goes on and on and on. Yeah. It's the finance industry. So that's what's getting touched first, but that's not what's causing the rise in. And and uh, it's not creating the rise in unemployment they thought it was going to. Mm -hmm. It's just not doing it. Even with the with the, the the cuts in the tech companies, those companies have gone back up. And so, I mean, we're now at three point four um, unemployment rate, which is historic to, by many measures. And nothing that people have seen yet has shown that there's going to be a problem with that continuing. And that's where the problem is. We do not have. We're not slowing down fast enough to have a, a, a difference in the, in, the inter, in the inflation rate. Now, the flip side of this, and this is why this is, becomes a bigger issue, is that normally the increase in interest rates will cause a problem with the, with the unemployment, which has happened before. The problem is if the rest of the world is starting to slow down as well, and all their money that people want to pull out and, and make sure that they doesn't get devalued is coming to the United States, coming to our banks, coming to our industries, right. coming to buying properties and everything. They don't care. Because the dollar is still strengthened. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so then you have a strong dollar yeah. and there's, there's no there's no way to fix this yeah. without it taking its time. And so it just, it just takes time for these things to go down. Again, I don't like above eight percent uh, like inflation yeah but i would rather have eight percent inflation or nine percent inflation than a hundred and four percent in argentina right. or 92 percent in pakistan or like in this the, the rest of the world is just having huge problems and then some parts that well uk and blah, blah blah have lower inflation yes they're also the size of like maryland like yeah. <laughs> we got to be honest with ourselves when it comes to comparisons well and at this point again if if the biden administration isn't able to get it fixed and they're not able to fix their approval numbers i mean you know Republicans are basically getting the, this election handed on a silver platter. And, and we will be the party that figures out a way to shoot ourselves in the head yeah. with that platter. I, I'm, yeah, look, I agree. <laughs> I mean, because people, there is a, a majority of people on both sides of the aisle that want new blood. Yes. They want to see new players in the game. They want to have new options. But odds are uh, we will both. From both sides. But odds are we will both be voting for the same people we voted for. Three, uh, two and a half. I'll tell you what, and I know years. it sounds ridiculous, but if it wasn't for RFK Jr.'s like voice issues, yes, I think he, I think he could, he'd take Biden in the primary. So I heard, I, I heard the first take because his announcement, his voice wasn't that bad. It was an interview that you're probably talking about that happened, like maybe um, well, even in speeches like and a stuff, few weeks I mean, ago. Yeah, his announcement wasn't that bad. It's I heard him on a speech a few weeks ago because they also didn't like ABC didn't air his issues when it comes to the vaccines, right? And like they purposely didn't do it and so i was listening to a little bit of the articles and listening to the interview and i was like his voice sounds horrible i, I don't know how people are going to vote for him well, i think it's when he's pushing himself like in a public setting and you you know you're projecting your voice um where again it's very screechy very kind of high-pitched and and that's due to uh, some medical issues that he's had mm -hmm. um and and to me as ridiculous as that sounds that is going to turn off a lot of people um but other than that i think he is going to be a huge problem for the Biden administration when it comes to this reelection campaign. If he's able to pull away three to five percent of the Biden's position, it, it's it's a landslide, right? And that and so the conversation is: it, does he 
is he a spoiler for the Democrats coming in to 2024? Yeah. If he is, this is going to be a whole different conversation. The only, the only, the only thing is, is again, he's not an opportunist. You no. know what I mean? He comes from a political lineage. Yes. Of but, you know, but and he also has the money to do whatever he wants. Well, that's what I'm, that was my point. Like you know, he's not going to settle for a cabinet appointment. Correct. He's not going to throw his campaign away. You know, for for a, some sweetheart job. Correct. Um, he's going to be in this for the long haul, and they're not going to be able to buy him out. So the question is, now that people have a second option when it comes to Joe Biden, I think his numbers will continue to increase when it comes to the, the electability of, of the Kennedy. Oh, yeah. So I think his numbers will continue to increase, especially because the, the I think he's going to Maine or Maryland, Maine, I think it is, New Hampshire. That's what it is. And like that whole situation, the whole, the fact that the DNC has done so much to rig this coming primary for the yeah. Democrats, it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. And again, if I, I get it. But if, they were the ones protecting democracy, remember? They're the ones still protecting democracy. Yeah. Again, the more they try, the worse it's going to But let's not have debates. No. No, no, no. Why have debates? It yeah. doesn't make any sense. Right. And then you're having Sh uh, Charlemagne the God make comments about that. You have a lot of people making comments of the fact that the Democrats aren't going to have any kind of uh, debates. And again, if your rule is that you're polling more than three percent nationally, then yes, there's a, there's a debate. If the president cannot either get these people in line before those primaries, or cannot keep his approval up high enough, have a debate. Yeah, this is not a monarchy. <laughs> At the end of the day, yeah. which we will be talking about later. All right, everybody. Thank you again for watching The Yard Sign. Uh, we appreciate you. Don't forget to visit our website, The Yard Sign Show. Catch uh, um, all of our episodes uh, there. You get to learn. There's a bios there, links to the audio version of the podcast and also the video version of our podcast. Uh, so, again, The Yard Sign Show .com. Um, And... Uh, and um, also, uh, we're, we're going to go ahead and uh, bring uh, tonight's show in for a close as we uh, appease Mr. Nebel David Cabrera with a little bit of a coordination recap. Um, I, uh, thanks to our producer, um, uh, you know, was uh, happy to get up at 6 o'clock in the morning to watch the coronation uh, ceremonies and, uh, and, uh, and all of their, I don't know, it's so, it, it was, it was, it was cool to watch, but it still seems like so from another era. Like it just, it seems so out of touch with 2023. Uh, what you're saying is an abomination and we can move forward from there. <laughs> I did think, I think it was funny that um, there was a meme that went around uh, that was like something like, oh, like, you know, you're, you're, you weren't really wanted to, you weren't supposed to be invited when, and it's like a shot of Harry and there's like a candle in his face and there's a shot of, uh, what's her face? Um, princess, uh, um, and Margaret, no, and Margaret. his wife and Harry's wife. Oh, that whole, I mean that woman. Ooh. Oh man. Switch the camera. Switch the camera. <laughs> <laughs> that, um, um, what's your name? The, 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 the actress. Megan Markle. Megan. There was like something like covering up her face. Like, you know, there was no. She didn't even show up. Really? Oh, my God. I thought she was stop. there. I need you to stop talking. Somebody posted a meme and it looked like and her. You believed it? And there was like a thing. There blocking was like a thousand her. people, thousand articles saying thing. that she was not going to be oh, there. Okay. Well, because she had to be there for her son's birthday, who's three. Yeah. Uh huh. I, I, again, as an uncle, 
and attending many birthday parties on days that she were not their birthdays. She knew she walked in that building, lightning would have struck her down. Oh, she would not have been able to get out of the country, yeah. even inside the country. So I think she made the right decision by not attending the coronation. I think that it would. she wanted to wear a tiara, and they said she wasn't allowed to wear a tiara, and that broke that camel's back. So again, it has to all be about her. But again, let's not talk about that. Um, but I did think it was funny, like you were saying before we started the show. You would, let's, let's Harry was a few uh, few rows back. So one he of was the, in a suit. One of the best. I'm gonna stop you. One of the best, like, visuals I saw at the coronation was when the king is walking out. Once he's been crowned, he's walking out of the cathedral. You can see the whole family sitting there and they're saying, "God can save the king," and they're doing the whole Union Jack thing and everything else. And three rows back is Harry. With Princess ah, Princess Anne, right? Thank you. Princess Anne's headpiece in his face. Yeah. Like, you think this is tall? No, 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 no. Her was a ridiculous red, like, flag almost to a point because she was in charge Funny. of, like, the guard of some sort. Because yeah. she was on a horse the entire time. Right. Uh, leading the security of the whole thing. So, like, it was a very prestigious honor. And it, 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 it makes sense for her to do it because she's always been very protective of her, of her brother. And the fact that that was the position that she had was very good. But the simple fact that her headpiece, she, that she kept on, she didn't change into a hat. She kept on the huge hat. And, like, you can barely see Harry's face in there. Right. That sounds, ex that was exactly what I wanted to see. That's the kind of, like, Pettiness. backhandedness <laughs> of, the, of the palace that I wanted uh, to see. And I yeah. was all for it. I was happy. I enjoyed it. It was the right amount of pomp and circumstance because they were talking about how they were going to actually reduce it a little bit because they weren't going to do the whole grand gesture and i thought to myself what on earth was the grand gesture yeah, no if, they, if this was the dress down a little yeah. bit i was like i don't understand this, this was the discounted version so, <laughs> when it comes to british people this basically was so the way they did it was instead of them having a new crown created for the the new monarch they kind of recycled an old crown and with new jewels and they did it they, they still spent like i think it's like four million or five million dollars jesus i know it doesn't i know it doesn't <laughs> matter what i <laughs> oh my god you're getting arrows i'm, I'm getting arrows again i think I, it was a great idea for them not to spend like the 50 80 million dollars sure. on building a new crown yes i know and so <laughs> i feel so attacked <laughs> So I think it was great. Now, the crowns that I was expecting, that I had no idea, and I saw, I was like, oh, my God, was the flower, um, how do you say it properly? Headpiece. The flower headpieces. The floral. The floral headpieces <laughs> were phenomenal. I was, like, gasping when I saw that. It was, I was a very, not even, I don't want to use the word futuristic, but it was, it was so modern, much better than the stupid little tiara that Meghan Markle was going to wear. And it was just, it was absolutely phenomenal. And her daughter, the princess, was wearing, like, an even better version of it a little right. bit. And I was like, I, I, honestly, I ordered one for my, my niece. Oh the my moment gosh. I saw it, I, like, I ordered a copy of it. And I was like, okay, I, I bought her one tiara once. Now, now that tiara is out exactly. So uh, eventually, that's going to get we go. behind us. So it is a phenomenal. Look at that. That's awesome. I absolutely loved it. She looked amazing. She did look absolutely amazing. They look like the royal couple you want them to look sure. like. And so I think that's what it was. A lot of people did not. They they wanted it to be more on them. And I think they did exactly what they needed to do. Was they dressed the part? They walked the part. Like I they saw played them, their roles. They played their roles. Yeah. And the king and queen got crowned. Um, the whole conversation about uh, the Queen Corn is a whole different conversation, okay. but we'll leave it at that. 
should or shouldn't William just shave the whole thing? I think he should. I don't like the idea of him looking bald, so I'm going to say no. He already is bald, he though. Is There's no hair on there bald. on top. I don't think he should. He's do completely that. bald on top. He doesn't. I don't think he'll look as good. He looks like Charlie Brown up there. I don't think he'll look as good as Andrew um, if he shaves the whole thing. I don't think that'll look good. He needs to be a little bit older, and then he should shave it. No. I, I think, think he, he looks better. I don't think so. I think it will. He looks his older. Wife, he looks older with the, with just the the, the 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 sides. The princess has already said for him not to cut it. If he if she didn't like it, it would have already been done. Yeah. Okay. So I th- I think the outfits. Also, were I didn't know there was like the whole concert thing. I missed out on the whole concert. What do you think, Carrie Car- Car- Perry Perry? Katy Perry. Katy Perry. I'm sorry. <laughs> what do you think she was there for? You think we just invited? I didn't even know ran- she was there. A random. A random U.S. woman <laughs> to sit in the coronation. Also, her pink outfit was disgusting. I'm going to say that right now. Certainly L- not our Lino, best. Lino, we pink? certainly certainly was did not pink? send our best and brightest. Okay, it was purple, and then Jill Biden was blue, like powder blue. We got it. We're getting the details on that stuff. Was she the only American artist? Lionel Richie. Oh, Lionel, Lionel That's Richie was. Oh, it was great. Yeah, he did the whole oh, thing. And then William made like a whole uh, Lionel Richie joke. <laughs> So I think it went really well. Yes, he said he wasn't going to be, he wasn't going to sit all night long. He wasn't going to stay all night long. It it was funny. It was very cheeky. So the golden carriage was also something that was very fun. Oh my God, you picked the best pictures ever. It was a, a pink. That's an American skirt. trying too hard to be British. Yeah, the hat was ridiculous. Now I will say her afternoon, her evening outfit, which was a golden like parachute. I think fit the part. That's nice. Uh, our producer does not like it. She feels that the that the purple thing looked. The, really, yeah, the yeah. pink thing looked weird, but that did not. It was more Kentucky Derby than uh, Cornish, oh, yeah, which also was this weekend. I know, but we don't have time to no, talk about that. All so right. yeah, so so they did the flyover. They did everything else. The they did the the big balcony scene. Yeah. it was a great. It was absolutely insane. They said that the city had an extra like million plus people that that flew into it just right. for us to be able to to have that. So that was a big big deal and then also that something that people don't talk about about almost half a half a billion people watched it in one way or another yeah. the coronation which is a little bit less than the death of the the monarch herself when she passed uh, god save the queen but um when it came to that part i think it was very interesting to see it was that many people watched it at one time or another and mm. the fact that they had like four thousand soldiers walking the parade around it was it was very intense yeah watching that and seeing how how the fact that nothing so bigger wrong. than william and kate's wedding no oh okay no 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 no, no. let's 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 come <laughs> priorities all right well so it was a great time i think a lot of people had a lot of fun and yeah. I, honestly i think it's something that people will remember for a while and again the the Current monarchy has a, a very healthy approval rating. I think no one will care once William gets uh, William and Kate get crowned. I don't think so. You have to understand that's going to be massive for us. It, it's a it's not that big of a deal. We're not British. It's not something that we've been raised with. No, I know. But, but with the but with the British people and the and the rain and like I all think the they like William and Kate more, and I think it's going to be a bigger deal. I think I think them have. Can you close that? No, we got to wrap it up. Okay, so then wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> so great, uh, great event we had our own people there they talked a lot of crap and i think it was good uh there were some people that were like not my king and everything else and yeah. for that i'm like just move to ireland honestly you're just you're being a, a, a sour puss yeah well just, they're it's good to know they exist in every country yeah i mean we have liberals <laughs> everywhere 
All right. Yeah, you might be able to hear it in the background. We've got another uh, podcast uh, here, Falkenberg Productions, coming up right behind us. But thank you so much for watching The Yard Sign. Again, visit our website, theyardsignshow.com. Uh, we are going to be back on schedule Monday nights, and so we appreciate you watching, listening to this show whenever, wherever you may be doing. So please share, like, comment on the show. It helps us grow the show here as we uh, lead up to the 2024 elections. On behalf of Anibal David Cabrera and yours truly, Johnny Torres, thank you so much for watching the yard sign we'll catch you next time good night everybody good night bah, 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 bah.